Hey, Brennan. Hey, Alan. And welcome to D6 Minutes, where we talk about topics for D6 Minutes. We roll a die and see how long that is, and we blabber on for that length. So right. let's get straight to it. We're on the clock. So do you want to go first for your question? Sure, I'll go first. This one makes sense to be first. It's on cool. dice. So what do you think is the less legible type of dice? The dice that have all those fancy written patterns over them or like translucent dice with white on them between those two? What's the worst? Oh, roll the dice first. How, how, how long do we have before we start? Oh, six minutes. Oh, no. What have I done? We might, we might, we might want to extend this topic out to what other is, forms of illegible dice. <laughs> yeah. What are the worst dice and why? And we'll start off with the illegibility. All right. So yes. for illegibility, I would say... I hate the fancy dice with numbers. Those are the worst. Yeah, because every, every single side is unreadable on them. And only the person who's really close to it can read it. Yep. Movers so across the board has no hope of seeing, like, the number intertwined with all these fancy, like, Celtic yeah, patterns. And, and it's a little bit, yeah, it basically is just terrible. They're, they got super popular for a while, I guess, because, I don't know, premium dice is a thing. But... The whole point of dice is so that they can be read so you can see the number, right? It's like a fast way to randomly generate a number and it kind of defeats the purpose if you put in like all these weird squiggly lines. Then like literally the only the person who has been, like whose dice it is, knows what they are. Yeah, and even they're kind of slow right it. So yeah, yeah, I would agree especially those. Especially if they use a bunch of different dice then when they use the fancy dice, they're like, oh, I can't remember. And especially remember when we were playing War Machine? Yeah, and the Predator Press would sell their own fancy dice, so a lot of people would use them, and yeah. they were all quite unreadable. And those are even D6s, not fancy D20s that get even worse. <laughs> I don't think I've seen fancy D20s. Yeah. But, like, for D6s, the worst part was, like, people would run a bunch of different factions, so every faction, they'd have a different set of dice, which I guess is fine, except that because they're all fancy and weird, and because you have to, like, train on the dice to know what not the numbers are, it took them forever to figure that out. And especially, the other bad thing is when you use the numbers instead of the, um, the pips, when you're trying to do counting, it becomes harder. Because, you know, like, when you're counting to uh, pip dice, you just kind of like count the pips, right? It kind of works out that way. When you're counting, like... It's almost more uh, visual than, like, mathematical. Yeah, to me, I, I, it's kind of like easier to see, right? And, of course, the way that the six the, the dice are laid out, the, the order of the pips actually means that symbolically you know what six looks like, you know what five looks like, you know what all of those look like. So you have a every, symbol Every there. direction, it's the same to read. If you rotate the dice, it doesn't really matter to be able to read it. Yeah, and what it's a symbol. Putting... Yeah, exactly. And then two and five, oh, it's terrible. Yeah. That's it's actually supposed... what really annoys me with dice with um, higher than six, and then you have six and nine, and then they have to have that ugly line underneath. Yes, Why do. don't they just use a font where six and nine look very different? Because mm -hmm. you can make the nine have a square... A more of a square edge to it. The six needs exactly. to be round. Well, nine doesn't have round. Nine is a circle with a stick. Then you know which one's a six and nine. But no, for some reason, they have to put that stupid underline, which is so ugly. Mm. The dot is a little bit better, but then it's less legible. So, yeah. yeah. Have we bitched about 
the wrong type of dice for long enough, or should we bitch about nope. more types of wrong dice? That was only three minutes. So now, all right. All right. So what's the sure, so, so that's the worst that's, that's the worst offender. What's the next worst offender out there? So you said, oh, you go. You, what, what do you think is the next worst? Well, I went to two things, right? I said those, those fancy dice is the worst. And then I said just dice higher than, <laughs> higher than six or that uses six and nine is just annoying. I, that's, yeah, that's what's right. not a worst for legibility. It's, it's not good. But I think the worst one probably comes down to translucent dice next, which can be okay. As long as you've got a contrasting color in the pips, uh -huh. So say if the translucent color is like a dark color, then you go with white on it. If it's a really like a light color, like a light yellow or almost like clear, that's mm -hmm. got to be black pips. But a lot of makers will put like white pips on like yellow dice that are pretty hard. Yeah, but even then it's not that great because the fact that it's translucent means the lines on the other side of the dice make it harder to see what you're looking at. Uh, yes. Yeah, if it's a really translucent one, you start like if you're far away from it, it starts yep. to become hard to tell what's the front of the dice and what's the back spots. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So it, I don't think they're worth the fanciness. I look, honestly, I, I use them all really the time. So I, <laughs> I use this all the time. So I commit that crime because I like the glowing look to go oh, with the infinity cyber look. You know yes. what? I even hate. I even hate the dice that are a mix of two different colors. I don't like, you know the. I don't hate them. Some of the times they're okay, but like overall, I'd rather have, in general, I'd rather have a solid color and just have that solid color be nice. You don't need a bunch of like mixed of colors like you're, I don't know. I don't even know where it comes from. What is, what is this mixing of colors thing? Like it. Yeah, Chessex goes pretty crazy with that. They, they look yeah. cool. On D6s, it's kind of okay. You might I be able to like, like the big Part of the, the benefit of it is that, um, when you have these two colors mixing, you're less likely to see blemishes on your dye. <laughs> that's what I think. Because there's like, you know, stuff on it. So I feel like that, that's it. And then if the two colors, though, that they're mixing are too different, then you have to have the pips be like, it's harder to make the pips legible, right? Yeah. Because you have two different colors now. Sometimes, like, it'll look good on one of the colors you chose, right? Let's say you have a dark pip and you have a light color. But if the other one is like a medium color, and medium color on a dark pip, it becomes harder to read. So there you go. That's another thing. Another thing I find really annoying. All right. All right. I think that's still six minutes. Useless. All right. All right. So yeah, actually, I could go on on a lot about the different things that annoy me with special dice. But all right, that was six minutes. But as per the rules of this podcast, we got to move on. So, um. I will go. And my question uh, is basically because I was, I've been thinking about all these new games and with new additions, right, coming out. And with new additions, can you guess what else is new and exciting? New additions, new models? No, the packaging. So <laughs> if you think about all of these new games, they come up with new branding and new packaging, right? So my yeah, question... It's, yeah, it's true. You want to differentiate if you're buying the current edition. Say they come with cards or rules. You want yep. to really differentiate it, yeah? So my question is, of all of these new games that are coming out, what do you think has the fanciest new... I, I guess we can't see the packaging yet. So let's, let's just say general design aesthetic. Okay. Two minutes. 
so I might be going a little back in my newness, but I really like GW's new, what they've done for Age of Sigmar and that, with the white boxes. I don't know if they tried to copy oh. Apple or something, but they look really good. Like you get they used do. to dark colored boxes, and GW did light for, yeah. for a lot of Age of Sigmar. I'm not sure they used it for much. They don't think it made its way into 40K, but those boxes look really sharp. Are you talking about the in general ones or the fancy edition ones? with like artwork on the front. So they have the normal white ones. Mm-hmm. So, so basically Age of Sigmar has gone generally more white, right? But in the newer boxes, like they have pictures around and then they'll have on the front, it'll be white with the miniatures. Are you talking about that one? Or are you talking about the super deluxe fancy ones that are all white, have a beautiful painting. It's not even a picture of the actual models on the front. And then no, maybe- I'm talking about the ones with the models. I, I want to see the models on the packaging. It's okay, so you're talking far. about just the general packaging for Age of Sigmar. You really like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's going a little bit far back, I think, but I, I'll, I'll allow it. It's de- definitely different than the uh, Games Workshop general packaging. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so for me, I was thinking about new, a little bit newer than that, so I wasn't thinking about those older ones, but I actually didn't even really think about it. It's new relative to the game. Anyway. (laughs) Technically, it's not new relative to Age of Sigmar. It's just Age of Sigmar. (laughs) Relative to the company. All right, yeah. Um, What did I think was really sharp? Man, I didn't even really think about this. Um, You know what? There have been a lot of ugly packaging. I guess Games Workshop really does have the best packaging in general. Um, But to me, they've been doing pretty well for a while. I will say that the white, the the pure white boxes were pretty snazzy. Actually, you know what I I found was was pretty nice? Um, The special edition packaging for Corvus Belly's Infinity stuff. So not their normal packaging, right? Okay. But you know when they have a deluxe edition for a item? I think they started it with Aristea. Yeah, right? it comes in those kind of blisters, not the regular blisters. Yeah, it's that are like more the like extra large blisters, and they put in like extra amounts of work on, I guess, their, the design for the blisters. Those ones, I was like, actually, this is a really nice blister. I was really, and, and it has a picture. The one I was thinking about was the Valkyrie one when I got a special edition Valkyrie. I was really impressed with that packaging. It was like all around, right? And all around. Flip it over and yeah. So it's more heavy. It's heavier plastic too than your typical privateer press. Yeah, as extra large and the design was nice. I just overall, I was impressed when I looked at the package. I was like, oh wow, like it doesn't look cheap like a lot of the other stuff I had. So, anyways, that was way over. That was three, almost four minutes. So we got to move on. Oops, oops. <laughs> all right, this might be the last one then. All right. Do you want to go for another one or shall I go for one? Uh, no, you can go for one. All right. Given a new edition just came out for 40K, new editions are going to come out soon for Infinity. Uh-huh. How long and do you Frost think Grave. Oh, and Frostgrave. How long do you think is the right amount of time to be running the hype train for? How many months? Hype train for a new edition. Whew. Yeah. New edition. Not, not new games altogether. Three minutes. So this will be okay. So, so this will this will finish us off. All right. All right. So 
how about we how about we quick do a recap for a couple of things that have come out lately for big games or new editions? I think Malifaux was talking about their new edition for way too long, weren't they? Basically, they it got leaked, yeah, and they tried to roll with it, which was that a, was almost a year, wasn't it? The wrong. It was a year. It was yeah. a full year, and that was way too long. So basically, it got leaked, and so like, oh well, we'll just try and roll with it. We'll we'll try and involve the entire community. But a year is way too long to try and involve your entire community. So put the community they did beta like, testing mode. Yeah, yeah, they did play testing, which was, in hindsight, obviously it was the wrong move. They should have just shut up. They're like, yes, we have a new edition, and we're not going to talk about it for six months now. We're not even going to tell you when it's going to come out. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That would be the, in hindsight, would have been better. But because the, the players got all like. They either did the beta testing, or they stopped playing, or they lost enthusiasm yeah. for the current meta. So clearly, one year was too much. Because their their secondary game that was supposed to be mass battles came out in the meantime, but then everyone was thinking about Malifaux instead, mm-hmm. and it kind of uh, the new edition of Malifaux, which was still like months away, and then so kind of killed that. Yeah. Oh my god, the new Malifaux packaging is actually really nice, especially compared to their old Malifaux packaging. The the bright Malifaux packaging. I know this is going back to packaging, but that stuff was really nice. I was really impressed with that. Um, the only awesome alpha lately, but it was old like stuff. It was minis looking enough. I just like the packaging. Okay, okay. sorry, I got distracted. So, so one year's too much. Okay, quick. We only got like a minute and a half left. All right. So back to 40K, because I guess that's the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. They came out with their video showing like Necrons and the Marines battling it out, which was kind of like the really big reveal part. Mm-hmm. And... Now they just came out. So that was about two months ago. That video came out. I think, yeah, I think it's been, has it been, I don't know. The, the entire COVID makes it really hard to tell, but yeah, I guess they've been, they've been revealing ninth edition was on, on, on the docket since for about two months. So they're releasing next month. So basically their entire release schedule for a new edition for their primary game from their official launch, like I would say that video, the, the 3D uh, animated Three trailer. months ago, it was unofficial. Nobody knew. No, 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 two months. I'm saying the video came out two months ago. I'm saying that before they start, like when they started talking about ninth edition, it was three months. From people knowing there's a ninth edition to <laughs> you being able to pick it up, it was like three months. Yeah. So it was, wasn't just the box is what I'm saying. I actually think the box came out only a month ago. Like yeah. details about the box. And I think they I think when they were announcing eighth edition, the hype train ran for a little longer than that. Yeah. But there was more to be shown. Yeah, that's true. And like previewed. So I think that hype train ran for maybe four to five months that time. Maybe. I think it actually was less than that still as well, but Yeah. But that, that seemed to work pretty well and people seem to be pretty happy with the length of it. They don't seem to doesn't people don't feel like it was sprung on them out of nowhere, the new edition. They, people yeah. seem to have responded that they got the right amount of warning, especially considering it wasn't the big overhaul. Yeah. They're just like, oh, time for new, new codes. For, for this one, I think three months for something like this edition, I think is about right. I think the, pro- the reason why it was dampened is because everyone is stuck in COVID, right? So literally every release for everything, for every product that people want to go out and buy, they can't go out and buy it and they can't go out and use it. So just the, it's just dampened everything, like probably across the board, honestly. We are also in probably the deepest recession since the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that probably puts a damper on things too. 
well, you know, we're not going out to restaurants, so all the more money for me. That's true. That you, that's why I, was, I, I would have thought it counterbalanced it, but it didn't. Okay, so, so I guess we've got to wrap this up because it's just a D6 minutes, but it seems to have felt right for like the three to five month period for a yeah. new edition coming out. I think if you're a smaller company, though, you need longer times. And if you have something like COVID going on, you probably need longer times as well. I think three months was a little bit short only because of COVID for Games Workshop. If, if there was no COVID, I think it'd be fine. But I don't think three months would be good for a smaller company like Frostgrave or, uh, or Infinity Malifaux or, or Malifaux because they need more time for things to percolate, right? Because they're not as well known, right? Yeah, they, they're not as connected in the, the yeah. advertising. Well, the, the whole community doesn't talk about them quite as much. So. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you need your, your, your cheerleaders to get out there, right? Yeah. Well, we're going to have to revisit this in a right. longer format. Four, four minutes. Yeah, four or five minutes. Uh, four or five minutes. Four or five months. All right, uh, so it's been a four, uh, yes. All right, I guess that's it. So I'd say four months. Four months is the ideal. All right, done. Quarter People can argue with us later. We don't have any more time to prove our point. So. Oh, you disagree. Just say your number and then we'll move on and we'll wrap it up. I say I four months. What do you say? I think because we said it was shorter for the big, the big boy. Uh -huh. I think it's probably closer to six months for the average size. Oh, okay. So six months. I say four months, you say six months. All right. That All right. is our last uh, question or, or yeah, our last D6 minutes. Um, this is Ben Allen. It's from Brandon. All right. One more thing. So if you enjoyed that podcast and want to listen to more, you can find them over at DiceOverEverything.com or uh, on your favorite podcast app. And if you want to leave a comment, message, or ideas for like more podcasts from yeah, us. Or just get in touch with us. At Facebook and look for Dice Over Everything there. All right. Bye.